and welcome to a new Movies with My Mother. This is actually episode number 27. Wow. Yeah. So I'm Lexi. I'm Mom. And we have a special guest today. Yay. His name is Kurt Mefford. He's one of my very best friends. Hello, hello. And one of our favorite movie pals. Awesome. Yeah. And I'm honored to be here. Oh, yeah. As the first guest of your podcast. Yeah. And we've had to MacGyver this whole thing, so. <laughs> yeah, it's been wild. Yeah, it's so been fun. bear with us. <laughs> I just moved a chair, so if it sounds like I ran a marathon, I basically did. <laughs> oh, my poor baby. It was a heavy chair. <laughs> it's not even a heavy chair, it's just awkward. Well, it's big. Yeah, and then I boxed myself in. I was surprised about. Yeah, and if you don't know who George Lucas is, go read a book or something. Or or watch a couple movies, maybe. Yeah. (laughs) The movie was rated PG. It was a solid two hours and six minutes long. Wow. And critically, it didn't do very well. I saw that it got 52% on Rotten Tomatoes, 47% on Metacritic, and 7.2 out of 10 on IMDb. Uh, that's unusual because I read that it was a critical hit. Interesting. It, it got two Academy Award nominations. Oh, for what? Did you write that down? Um, I I believe that was best movie or script. Oh, hold on. I didn't write it down. Okay. Sorry. Oh, directing and best picture. Oh, yep. Yes. Okay. I did not know that. No, that was for A Beautiful Mind. Oh. This is some of my oh, okay. Ron Howard right. stuff. Oh. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I think it did get some nominations. I will look while you two talk. Okay. So, why did you pick this movie, Kurt? Well, I was trying to keep it in the cult kind of movie-themed thing. I, and I, uh, I, I just always liked the high fantasy sort of realm. So, when I was just trying to think of movies to watch, I... I just popped into my head, so I suggested it, and we went with it. Yeah. Well, that's as good a reason as any. I mean, that's how we've picked all of our other movies. Right. And um, this is a favorite of Big Daddy's. Yes. So he, uh, and he was really excited when I said that we were going to watch this, so he pulled out the DVD, um, because the only place this is streaming is Disney+, Plus, and we just turned off Disney+. Plus. Of course so. you did. <laughs> <laughs> so... He pulled out the DVD and a magazine all about the movie Willow. We're going to have to take a picture of this and put it on our thing, because this is amazing that he still has this. And it's in such good condition. Yeah, it looks mint. It looks awesome. Yeah. Yeah. The edges aren't even curled on it. There's a little bit right there. Oh, right there. You know, that's where you bang every book. Uh, Exactly. Right there on the end. So... We'll have to share that with everybody so they can see it, too. Yeah, it's pretty cool. This movie has Val Kilmer, Joanne Whaley, uh, Warwick Davis, uh, Billy Barty is a special feature in this movie, Phil Fondacaro, Tony Cox, and Kevin Pollack are the big names that I recognized. Mm -hmm. And I would say this is one of my favorite Val Kilmer roles. Okay. He did okay as Batman. Oh, yeah. He did okay. He did all right. Better than Clooney. I would agree. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What are you seeing? I'm not seeing anything. Okay. <laughs> I must have been confused. Okay. So the basic plot of this movie is that a young farmer slash apprentice magician yes. must safely return a baby that kind of just floated up to their village. And along the way, he just meets a bunch of people that turn out to, they kind of start out as bad guys, and they all kind of turn out to be really good guys. Yes. Kind of a ragtag bunch. Absolutely. A little Fellowship of the Rings kind of thing. Yeah. Going on, on a little quest. Yeah. 
perilous journey. Indeed. So a little, little bit of swashbuckling going on in there. Yeah, and I read <laughs> Warwick Davis was just a baby in this movie. Pretty, yes, pretty much. Seventeen years old, he had to learn how to hold a baby. Oh, Jesus, scary! <laughs> he had to learn how to ride a horse and sword fight. There was something else. Oh, and do magic. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, I think that in acting that that would have a particular, you know, rhythm that you would have to follow. Yeah. And I read that he, that Warwick Davis is the the highest grossing supporting actor of all times. He must be in everything. Well, he's the leprechaun in all the 15 leprechaun movies. After his first appearance in Star Wars, he was in every subsequent Star Wars movie since then. Yeah. In some bit role, cameo of some sort. Yeah. He, you know, he played, obviously, uh, Wicked, the Ewok. And oh. and then he's been in everyone since, uh, as a bit part or something else. Or, of course, reprising his role as Wicked. Yeah. And because of his work on Return of the Jedi, where he was the Ewok, yes. George Lucas wrote this story for him. Uh-huh. Yeah, with him particularly in mind, yes. Right. And George Lucas was pissed when it when it was like all set up to be released and it was Phil Kilmer in Willow and he was just like but he's not the star he's like not the main character he he's not the guy I wrote the movie for but then on the other hand you know that's how advertising works they pick the biggest name Mm -hmm. they don't pick really the star yeah that's what drew drew the, the audience more probably yeah, because this is coming off of, like, Top Gun and stuff like that. Right. So. He was hot at the time then? Yeah. I don't think I've ever seen a Val Kilmer movie beside this one. Really? Because <laughs> he's been in Harry Potter or... <laughs> I can't think of movies you've seen. You never saw Top Gun? Nope. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, quite... I, now that I, I'm on the spot, I can't think of any other Val Kilmer well, movies. Yeah, on Batman the spot. And... Yeah, no. It's not even a a good Batman. It was just kind oh, of a middle ground Batman. Yeah, yeah. I recognize the name and all, and I know he's a pretty big star. The Spirit was that one. It was sort of a uh... oh, like a who's that guy? It's not Frank Miller. Is that no? That's the guy that does Mad Max, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, there's a comic book guy that the the Spirit and Sin City. What Justin would know? What in the world? Oh, I'm terrible. I'm See, a terrible nerd. <laughs> <laughs> no, we just get we just get here and we uh, well, turn I, crazy. Yep. Yeah, wait, yeah, you put on the spot and start to think of things. Yeah, yeah, for it, sure. Because now it's not my brain. I got nothing. <laughs> I pointed out to mom that uh, one of the brownies that ends up kind of hanging out through the whole movie is Kevin Pollock, right. who was in The Usual Suspects as one of the Henchman here, Todd, Todd something. Uh, He's like, I live in Queens, dummy. Yep, I remember that. And I, I knew that I recognized his face, but I couldn't put a name on it. <laughs> I read that during filming on some off time, Kevin Pollock and Rick Overton, who I didn't write down who he was, but he was in the cast list pretty high. But he and Rick Overton would go and do improv at a San Rafael bar and an audience member came up and just started improving with them and Kevin Pollack was like holy shit and he just kind of stepped back and let this guy go it was Robin Williams oh my god you are kidding me the Robin Williams oh wow and, and he he was just in the audience yeah he wasn't a name or anything then right oh. This is after Mork and Mindy. Yes, yes he, he had to be. Yeah, he was somebody. Oh, I can't, just the, the timing is just weird to me. Okay. Wow. <laughs> wow. Is that crazy? Hey, what a, you know, kind of a weird roundabout, you know, separation of, oh, what's a Kevin Bacon thing? Yes. Uh, so Ron Howard was in Happy Days. Mork and Mindy was a spinoff. Yes. Of Happy Days. And he's the one who directed the movie. That is weird. How weird. So there's all those weird connections. Yeah. And Robin Williams was there doing improv. That's weird. Yeah. Everybody knows everybody in Hollywood. Well, I would think so. Uh, but, yeah. I don't know, you wouldn't think that San Rafael is a 
hotbed of celebrity activity. Not, not really. Yeah. <laughs> and I did not know that this was a George Lucas film. I was rather surprised when I read that. Yeah, I don't, you know, I've seen this movie a million times. I don't think that I've ever paid attention to that. Yeah, that's, I find that very interesting. Yeah, he's got some sleepers in there. And it's, Ron Howard and him seem to get along well because they've done other things. And the Imagine Entertainment that Ron Howard started, you know, they've done things together. Sorry, I had to burp. (laughs) (laughs) You were talking about the the devil dogs with their rat tails. Yes. They were Rottweilers in rubber masks and rubber suits. With the, like, the lion's mane fur? Yeah. That's pretty cool. (laughs) I thought that was pretty funny. Well, Rottweilers run really fast. And their tails are pretty skinny, but they probably had a prosthesis to make them longer. Yeah, they're pretty long tails, yeah. 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 Oh, (laughs) this was what I thought was interesting. John Cusack had uh, auditioned for Mad Mardigan and lost it to Val Kilmer. Yeah, I read that. He considers that to be his greatest disappointment. Oh, wow. (laughs) Yeah. I like John Cusack. John Cusack in the 80s. I can't imagine him as a sword fighter, though. Hmm. You're right. He's too pretty. I don't know. He's the wrong kind of kind of goofy guy. You I, know? Yes, I would agree with that. Bell Kilmer's just, the right kind of goofy guy for this. Yes. yes. Much more of an action star. Yeah. Sort of. Yeah. I agree with that. I like Gross Point Blank, though. I love Gross Point Blank. Oh, yes. yes. That is a good one. I've seen that. Yeah. I, I love it when they blow up the... The Speedy Mart, or whatever they called it. <laughs> that was the best when it, that blew. It's cool seeing movies that are based in the areas that you're sort of from. Yes. Because yeah. we could go there. We could get to there. Yeah. Yes. That's fun. <laughs> I don't think we could get to England where a lot of this was. Well, we not, could, not, not as quickly. There was, um, they were denied a filming permit in China. So some of the scenes were just kind of taken at, like, assistants kind of went into China and just kind of on the fly were filming some location stuff. Yeah, there's some very beautiful footage scenery in this this movie. Yeah. I wonder why they were denied a, because this is kind of a sorcerer movie? Uh, maybe. Could be. I didn't, it didn't say a specific reason, it just said that they Mm -hmm. were denied a allowance so they had to they had to sneak in and get some of that b-roll well good for them they did it and it it looks great and you had asked how many babies played there were multiple babies that played elora dannon but the main set of twins (laughs) there was a main set of twins right to get the face shots right Uh, and the babies because they were too young to have hair like elora dannon did they put little wigs on these oh, babies. Glue some hair to the baby's head. <laughs> but, you know, because the baby's skin is so sensitive, you can't use, you know, wig glue. Yeah. They use syrup. Oh. Cairo syrup. Yeah, when, when you there. have a baby, a little girl, and you, with no hair, and you want to put a little bow on their head, you do it with Cairo syrup. <laughs> I knew that. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So I thought that was pretty cute because, yeah, they didn't, little tiny babies don't have a lot of hair like that anymore. And I don't, lately I've just seen kids that I, people that I know have kids, their kids like have that really fine, like white hair until they're really old. And then they actually have like a head of hair. It's weird. Something in the water? It could be. Could be. I don't know. Both of my girls had a lot of hair. Yeah. I, I don't know. But you're right. I see a lot of bald-headed babies with little straps to their head with bows and stuff. Oh, I hate those things. They just look like they're squeezing their little fontanelles. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. you got to mind the fontanelles. <laughs> that's that's kind of scary. Yeah. What a nice, tight... Uh, yeah. I can't think of, word of words right now. Maybe people don't know about the Cairo syrup. Put a little bow on I it. I had never heard of that. <laughs> so. Well, I'm sure that your parents didn't put bows on you, but I'm sure your I, sisters probably I tried to. I don't recall to. ever wearing a bow. 
<laughs> oh, wait. He has sisters? I'm sure he did. Yeah. <laughs> Mal Kilmer met his future wife slash ex-wife, Joanne Whaley, on this movie. Yes. Uh, they were married for, what did you say? Eight or nine years, I think I read. Yeah. And they have two children, I believe. Yeah. Also, Joanne Whaley had accidentally stabbed a stuntman in the foot uh, during ouch. one of the fight scenes. Oh, my That's exciting. gosh. So they were apparently using real swords. Oh, wow. And then early on, Val Kilmer had um, hurt himself. Because a couple of times you could see him limping. Uh-huh. He had hurt a foot during something. I think it was when he fell out of the, the crow's nest. Oh, okay. I think well, that would make sense. what I read. Yeah. 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 Was- hurt his heel. About a four-foot drop. Well, right when you land flat on your feet, that hurts. I get it. Yeah. Ron Howard's wife and Warwick Davis's sister both appeared as extras in the mountaintop village. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't read that. I didn't pay attention because I've seen pictures of Ron Howard's wife. Her name is Cheryl Alley. Yes. They've been married since 1975. Oh, my God. They have four children. Bryce Dallas, Paige, Jocelyn, and Reed. All beautiful gingers. Yeah. Oh, I know, uh, you know Bryce has been doing a lot. Oh, yeah. She's in all the, the, the new Jurassic Park movies. and mm-hmm. I know she's been directing. She did some of the Mandalorian oh. episodes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, she was also, she took over for one of the bad vampires in the Twilight movies. I didn't know that. Yeah, in the first movie, the red-headed vampire Victoria that's chasing them uh, was played by a different woman, and then in the subsequent movies, uh, it was Bryce Dallas Howard. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Very interesting. And only her and Paige are acting. The other two, there was hardly, I, I could find nothing about them. So they obviously, like their mother, are not. They're just normies. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. I wonder if uh, Paige has done any directing also. Because Bryce is pretty, she's done some good directing stuff too. I just broke the book. Oh no. Uh-oh. Are you okay? No, I broke the pa- Oh, that was my magazines. Never mind. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> we are really MacGyvering things today, folks. Yeah. I'm trying to look up Paige Howard to see if she's done any. I did read that there are unsupported rumors that this movie takes place somewhere in the Star Wars universe, which, I mean, I could understand. If you watch the the two Ewok movies that Warwick Davis is also in, there is also magic and very similar themes involved with a more more a fantasy realm of vision, I guess. Hmm. Well, I don't know. Space aliens and whatnots living together, that's all pretty fantastic. Very, yes. So. It could all fit. But like in the in the Ewok movies, there's like you know it looks more medieval like this, like castles and oh. things like that. Okay. It, it would the Ewok movies fit in very much more with this than the rest of the Star Wars universe. Mm, yes. Okay. So it it's plausible for sure. Yeah, I thought that was pretty interesting because yeah, you can see it. Yeah. Definitely. Maybe we should watch the Ewok movies. <laughs> no. Oh. <laughs> Ooh. I love those. Movies. They were trying to eat Han. <laughs> Just, I don't know, it's from childhood, so they're just good movies. <laughs> okay, I'm looking at Wikipedia, and it does not say anything about her being uh, doing directing. It does talk about her stage debut in, in theater and and things like that. So, but okay, starring roles on Medium and 90210. <laughs> yes, so a job's a job. That's true. She did, she was Sue O'Malley in the Adventureland movie. Oh, that's not what I thought it was. That's the one with Jesse Eisenberg and Christian Stewart. Oh, okay. Right, right. I was thinking about Adventure Time. <laughs> that's what I, when you first said that, that's what I thought. But uh... <laughs> I don't know what Adventure Time is. That's a, it's a cartoon. cartoon. Oh, <laughs> is that on the Adult Swim? Yes. No, no, I don't think it's Adult, no, it's not Adult Swim. It is a Cartoon Network, but it's actually a very funny show. It's really funny. Oh, the original wand was wooden. I was actually wondering that. Like, yeah. did they make a plastic version? Because that looked pretty brittle. Yeah, and that's what they were worried about. So they did switch to a uh, fiberglass version. Makes perfect sense. Because they were worried that it was too... Uh, Just snap. 
that we can have. Yeah. Delicate. <laughs> You're just looking at Paige I, Howard. I wanted to see her wedding dress. It was talking about her wedding dress. It was lovely. Okay. It had a peach underlay. Ooh. You see. You know how... Oh, I think I turned it off. Nah. You know how I love... I guess they call it blush wedding gowns. Oh, yeah. That is see lovely. See it under there? Uh-huh. It's really pretty. Yeah. Oh, we... You had mentioned about the babies acting again and if they're coming back. Yes, yeah, just just curious about it. Maybe out of all after all these years they'll bring them they'll come back as as a Lauren in the T V show. Yeah. That'd be the coolest thing ever. Yeah. So during the pandemic Ron Howard did announce that they were doing a sequel in the form of a TV show for Disney Plus and Warwick Davis did immediately sign on to be part of it. Very exciting. Yeah. And you said that you think most of the cast is returning? I didn't look uh, into it. There's several of them. Several of the, the village members are going to be in it. Okay. The uh, Sorcia's in it. I don't remember any others. Uh, uh, Val Kilmer, I do not believe, is going to be in it. No, <laughs> Val Kilmer is currently ravaged by throat cancer, and he Very looks sad. like right. hell. Yes, he is. Oh, God. Awful. Yeah, I did see the new... Top Gun Maverick movie, and he's you know he is in it. Apparently, they used artificial intelligence to recreate his voice, which is for one line only, because he he's in it for you know several minutes, but it's all non-speaking. Oh, um, he's basically he's talking talking to Tom Cruise, and he's typing everything onto a computer screen so he can read it, and then it's like the very last thing, he's, you know, he does say something, but it's very apparently it's not actually him at all, but it's it's very growly voice just to say something to Tom Cruise. So did they use, like, his real body, or did they do it, that whole AI thing where they... No, it is his real body. It's, oh. He's really in the movie, but it's just not his... He doesn't speak at all. Okay. And they didn't, like, AI over his face or no, anything? No, no. Oh, wow. Okay. He does. He looks rough in the movie. Yeah. So. Yeah, because he looks rough in real life. Yeah, it's pretty sad. Oh, yeah. And I did find that Willow did have one nomination for an Academy Award. Good. Oh. But well, that's it. What was the category? Did it, say? it does not okay. say. And it won't let me go to it. Yeah. Of course. So. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we were talking about this off air, but um, a lot of the major studios didn't want to distribute or co-finance this movie with George Lucas. I was shocked. And Lucas Films, And it was really based on the fact that fantasy movies in the 80s were box office cancer. And again, this one didn't do as well as some of you know George Lucas' other movies, but it's one of my favorites. I love this movie. Well, yeah. I don't know what you consider as well. Uh, it's not Star Wars level success. Well, it cost about $35 million to make. Oh. It, now, I found two different figures. It made about $100 million domestic, and one site says 126 mil worldwide and the other says 137 mil worldwide so oh so it didn't do good across the pond or anywhere else not not assumingly no uh, i mean we're just talking like uh, again going back to just that top gun maverick movie that we were just talking about of course times are different here but it's already done over a billion so wow oh i guess you're right didn't make much (laughs) wow well, I don't know. A hundred million dollars in 1988 was probably a, a lot, a lot of it. money. Yeah, I, I used to have a calculator set up on my phone for it, but I don't. I turned that page off. So, <laughs> so you can have ten others on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I did read a rumor, and now this is a rumor. It's not substantiated, and the person involved has never confirmed or denied. But they say that one of the kind of background players. In the Newland Village, mm-hmm. when they're having that little party at the beginning, is Peter Dinklage. That would be interesting. We should probably go back. And I, I was kind of keeping an eye on that scene. <laughs> there was a guy kind of in the background when Willow was doing his magic tricks that was kind of over his right shoulder that looked a little Peter Dinklage-ish. But I don't, but it looked more like Peter Dinklage looks now and not... A fresh-faced baby, Peter uh, Dinklage. Thirty-five years ago. Yeah. So, I don't know, but it it 
it's plausible because he was about 17 at the time. So, but he's never come out and said yes or no. That would be an interesting th- thing to say. Yeah. <laughs> Why would he not say he was in it or? Not a source of pride for him. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, there was a guy that kind of looked like that. Well, yeah, but he kind of looked a, like that. This is a current picture of, well, from 2013. Yeah. It, I mean, he's a grown man now. I mean, interesting. 53-year-old man. Ooh. Sorry. Are we there? Yep, yep. Okay, that was me. Sorry. Have we been out? No, I was just double-checking. Those eyebrows. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. He did a really funny little guest art on 30 Rock. Oh, I didn't see a ton of that show. It's really funny. <laughs> Liz is like, this is kind of in the middle seasons. Liz is baby crazy. She, her her biological clock is thundering. And every little kid she's passing on the street, she's kind of shagging their hair. <laughs> like, oh, hi, aren't you cute? And so she walks up to a, you know, um, a stopwatch. Uh, is that what, stopwatch? Crosswalk. Crosswalk. Oh my God. <laughs> my God. And she she sees this kid and she ruffles his hair and Peter Dinklage turns around and he's just like, uh, excuse me? And then, oh. <laughs> and then she tried to like turn that into a flirt to kind of cover her tracks a little bit. Oh my gosh. And then, uh, so they go on a couple dates and... He, like, has a top-level, like, UN job. Yeah, he's... <laughs> it's really funny. And they do a Sex in the City thing to figure out if they actually want to, like, keep dating. And Liz r- walks up to the wrong kid and ruffles his hair, and it's not him. And, it, Peter, it, like, the kid moves, and Peter Dinklage is just standing there with some roses, and he's just like, shut it down! <laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs> My big draw for that show, if I ever did watch it, was uh, Tracy Morgan. Just he is so—he's so funny when he is talking about doing that dramatic movie that he gets his Oscar for. Because he's gonna Tracy Morgan on the show, he's gonna egot. Okay, get an Emmy, an Oscar, a uh-huh. Tony, and a Grammy. So he—that's his now. That's his goal. He's got this egot necklace from Tubbs. From um, Miami Vice. <laughs> oh no! Philip Michael Thomas had bought apparently bought this necklace because that's what he was gonna do, and then he never did anything really in it again. So he gets this necklace, and then he he's gonna do this dramatic movie, and so dot com and Kenneth take him to like where he was like born, and it's now like a like a Kinkos. <laughs> <laughs> So they're sitting in the stairwell, you know, of this Kinko's building, and Tracy Jordan is just, he's like crying about all these memories that this spot brings up for him, and he's just like, we played basketball with a rib cage, a rib cage! (laughs) And he's talking about like babies giving each other tattoos, and human-sized rats fighting people and it's so but just the stuff he says is so ridiculous it's <laughs> and he's just like oh my god it's so funny very funny man very funny <laughs> i found out some i i didn't know this he did another george lucas um ron howard was in another george lucas film which i did not know was a george lucas film in 1973, he did American Graffiti. Oh, I knew that. Yeah, that was, was that he was in American Graffiti. First major film, I guess, because uh, he did THX before that. Um, um, no, his first film was uh, Music Man. R- George Rock. Lucas? No, not George Lucas. No, I'm talking about. Oh. Yeah, I'm talking about George Lucas. Oh, okay. Yeah. In 1962, Ron Howard did Music Man. Okay. So in '73, there was more before that. Uh, for George Lucas did uh, it was like his. I don't know if it was a student film. It was like a sci-fi. It was called THX. I've oh, heard of the, that, but I've never seen it. I've se- I haven't seen the whole thing. Like just sat down and watched the whole thing. But yeah, it was it was you know kind of obviously a precursor to, to Star Wars. Um, and then I think in, while he was trying to get Star Wars made, he did uh, American Graffiti. Yes, which Ron Howard was in. 
Wasn't I, Harrison Ford in that too? Yes. Yes, he was. Okay. I I've seen that movie several times, and to me, I cannot picture Ron Howard in that movie. Um, I, Isn't that crazy? It, wasn't he just he just one of the kids? And yeah, he would have to have yeah, been. Just yeah, driving around in their cool cars. Yeah, I did like the story. I, I barely remember graffiti. It's been a while since I've seen it. Yeah, I did like the story. I actually I actually forgot that was uh, George Lucas also. <laughs> That's what I said. It's crazy that. Such a big name, you know, well, I don't know. When Harrison Ford first walked on the set of Star Wars, Carrie Fisher was like, what's that guy doing here? And someone's like, why do you think he's cute? And she's like, no, that's my weed dealer. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> uh, to do this movie, Ron Howard passed on directing Cocoon, The Return, I didn't know that Cocoon had a sequel. It, yes, it did. I do remember it did, yes. Gosh, it's another movie I haven't seen in forever. Well, either of them, actually, but Cocoon, in general, it's been a long time. Gosh, yeah. That's, you know, and that's what is crazy, looking back at all of this Ron Howard stuff. He started acting in, like, 1959. Oh, my God. It might have been, I remember seeing him in Twilight Zone. So yes, he was in Twilight really Zone. Little. Lots of uh, TV stuff at that yeah, time. He was guest starred in a lot of stuff. The Andy Griffith Show. And... Yep, yep. He was on Andy Griffith for nine years. Wow. Oh my God, really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he was credited as Ronnie Howard all that, that time from 59 to 73. It was Ronnie Howard. Right. So I thought that was all pretty. But, you know, since then, I mean, he has gone on to make these huge films. Night Shift, Splash, Cocoon, Backdraft. Now, you say he, he did not do Cocoon? He did he not did direct? He did the sequel to oh, Cocoon. Cocoon. He did Cocoon. Apollo 13, A Beautiful Mind. Okay. I mean, many, many more things. Yeah. A couple of Tom Hanks movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's, he's a great director. <laughs> he has two stars on the Walk of Fame. Did I already say that? No. no he has two stars on the Walk of Fame. Oh, for acting and directing? That I would, would make think. sense. Mm-hmm. Okay. I didn't really look into that. I just thought, oh, of course he does. And then just went on. (laughs) Well, does it everybody? Yes. I mean, I do. Me too. I I have three. All you have to do is buy them. I'm an overachiever. Yeah, I guess. (laughs) Justin said this while we were watching the movie, but Gavin O'Hurley, who played Eric, the the soldier man with Mm -hmm. the red hair, he did play... Uh, on one episode of Happy Days, where he played Richie's older brother Chuck, who went upstairs and was never seen again. Never yes. came back. <laughs> nope. He was abducted by aliens. Yeah. Probably. <laughs> and the last thing I wrote down that I thought was kind of funny was that apparently there's a podcast called the Now Playing Podcast, and they had watched this movie and they reviewed it three no recommends. Oh, wow. What? Yeah. They must hate movies. Yeah. How could you not recommend this movie? It's sweet. It's a great movie. It's The story is great. And you, I mean, yeah, the special effects are kind of primitive, but this sure. was made in 1988. They're all practical effects, which, I mean, some people prefer. Well, I love that stuff. Yeah. And, you know, now practical effects are more polished. looking Even still. But, yeah, I, you could remake this today, and it would be fabulous. Absolutely. So I didn't get well, the, I I didn't get we'll the s- hate. We'll see what, uh, what the TV show is going to be like. Oh, yeah, I'm sure yeah. it'll have better special effects than yeah. this. Well, you'll have to tell us because we don't have Disney Plus now. Oh, well. <laughs> oh, no. oh. And I, here's another thing I found unusual. Howard made his directing debut in 1977 with a movie called Grand Theft Auto. Isn't that kind of a weird show? I mean, where they just went around stealing no, cars? It's a video That's game. It's a video game. I'm sure the team, the, the, that has nothing to do with the game. I'm oh, sure. Oh. Yeah. And it was a script he wrote with his father. So that must be oh, something. okay. Something other than what I thought it was. Okay. I, I, yeah. I, I've never heard of that. So okay. That's kind of cool. Weird. That's funny. While we were talking about Kevin Pollack, I forgot to mention that he he does a few Kevin Pollack or Kevin Pollack he does a few podcasts, but one that he does 
more recently, it's called Alchemy This, and it's an improv podcast with a little group of players that he has. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I've never listened to it, but I used to hear commercials for it all the time on a different podcast, and I'm like, oh, I'll have to listen to that, and then I never did. <laughs> Not a priority. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. And on a political note, we got to get a little political oh, note in Oh, boy. Here. Okay, here we go. In 2020, Ron Howard did Hillbilly Elegy on Netflix. Oh, okay. The Glenn Close movie. Is that who was in it? Yeah. Well, it was a memoir by J.D. Vance, who is currently running for Rob Portman's seat in the Senate here in Ohio. Uh, endorsed by Donald Trump. Yes, endorsed by Donald Trump. Even seen. though he dissed Trump in public yes. several times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Trump had nothing but nasty things to say about J.D. Vance, and then he's just like, yeah, he gets my he's vote. He's a great guy. Yeah, that's what he said. <laughs> Yeah, I thought, oh, I remembered hearing that. He wrote this, this, uh, Vance wrote that book about, you know, being poor and ignorant in, in southern Ohio, and wow, made him a bunch of money. Well, <laughs> growing up in southern Ohio, like I did, um, <laughs> I don't remember it being like that. No. Um, also, I... You weren't, you weren't a hillbilly? No. Oh. No, we lived in a house. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, with we, a yard. Yeah. Wow. My my both of my parents drove cars. Yeah. Holy moly! <laughs> you went to school. Yeah. Uh-huh. I golden toilet seats. Yeah. Geez. Learned how to read and everything. <laughs> but I when I did work at Midas, we had some franchise locations in that in Chillicothe where we lived. And I, I talked to one of the managers. I said, hey, you know, as a side note, you know, I'm calling you about something. But I, you know, on it, um, you know I, I grew up down there. I was like, and I haven't been back since we left in the late 80s. And I'm, I'm like, what's it, what's it like now? And he's just like, oh, it's a meth town. Oh. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> that's cool. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, I'm sure the paper plant closed. Oh, I'm sure. But the correctional institution is just expanding and expanding. Yeah. So, yeah, that would bring a lot of drug to the area, I would think. Beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful scene. But, I, you know, it, I, I told him where I we had lived, and he's just like, oh, yeah, he's like, it's a little rough over there now. And I said, you know, we used to go pick apples in the orchard across the street. And he's just like, yeah, it's not there, it's not there anymore. I was like. Oh, oh that hurts my feelings. Yeah, it was really sad. He's like, yeah, it's just meth. I'm like, oh. Yeah, I didn't know you grew up in Chillicothe. Yeah, that's where we live. That's cool. I didn't know that uh, was the like the capital city, basically, of the, the Shawnee Nation. Yes. Uh-huh. Which is really, really cool, and kind of local, sort of, uh, history. That's what Chillicothe means, the gathering place. Yeah, awesome. I knew that. You didn't know that? I didn't remember that. I'm sure that I did. <laughs> we, I went to school with a girl who had a very, very, very um, Native American name. Yeah. And it meant basket of flowers. Interesting. But, yeah. you know, for a little Aryan child, it was a, <laughs> kind of an odd name. Maybe her parents were just hippies. <laughs> it was a beautiful name. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'll have to look that up and see what that was. Yeah. I'll tell you what it is. Oh. I just don't want to. Gotcha. Yeah. Makes sense. Let this poor girl have some anonymity. Wait, yeah. I haven't seen her since, you know, 1989. <laughs> you know, whatever. She's going to hunt cares? you down if you say your name. That's right. I'm not trying to get sued. <laughs> she, she's going to say, Alexis who? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah basket of flowers. I I'll never forget lovely. that. And she was a pretty little girl. I remember that, yeah. too. But very pale. Pale skin, blonde hair, blue eyes. Very native. Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly what I picture well, one, one the thing, indigenous people as. One uh, completely random fact that uh, I noticed about this movie that I unfortunately notice about most movies when I watch them is three instances of the Wilhelm scream. The sound <laughs> effect, random scream sound effect they used. I think George Lucas has used it in most of his movies. Um, but I noticed it three times in this movie. <laughs> Just a weird, random thing that I... It always sticks out to me for some reason. I don't know why. 
And I, like, I knew that sound when you played it, but I, I didn't know it had a name. Yeah, I don't know why I know that. Is it from, like, <laughs> You Don't Know Jack? Because I feel like that was in the You Don't Know Jack things. That's that it may, scream. Maybe, I don't know. I, I don't remember when I learned about that. It's been a long time. They use it in video games and movies and mm-hmm. everything. Yes. So I just, it always sticks out to me. Oh. It's a very noticeable sound effect. That was another thing I had read about was the score. The score for this is wonderful. Oh, yes. And it's used quite a bit in other things, but that has also made it one of the highest-priced scores to license. And apparently, according to the thing that I read, it said that currently it was at about $10,000 to license it. That's crazy. Yeah. Wow, wow. So I don't know if that's current rate or if that's a... Do we know who did this score? That's what I was just going to look up. I I don't remember looking at that, so I think we need to look and see who did that. John Williams does a lot of George Lucas stuff, so I didn't think it was him, but... No, James Horner. Okay. Music by James Horner. Oh, and he died. Oh, yes. Very young, 53 to 15. Frequent use of motifs associated with... Celtic music. Oh, oh, nice. Oh, man, yeah. He played the piano and violin. But yes, the music was... Oh, look at Star Wars, Wrath of Khan. That's, that's, Star, Star, that's Trek. Star Trek. Oh, my God, the nerds are coming for you. Star Trek. I was reading Pitch that. Forks. I, I recognize I that name. <laughs> Star Trek. <laughs> ay, ay, ay. Titanic? Titanic, yeah, look at oh that. God. Oh, Avatar. Search wow. for Spock. Aliens. Okay. Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Braveheart, Mask of Zorro. Oh, A Beautiful Mind. Okay. And Amazing Spider-Man, 2012. Wow. Nice uh, nice track record there. Yeah. What what did he die of? In a single fatality crash while flying his turboprop aircraft. Oh. Oh. Avid pilot. That would explain the young death. Yes. Wow. But look at all that music. I mean, wow. Yeah. Wow. And everybody's heard it. They've seen those movies. They've seen, ti- everybody and their brother has seen Titanic, except me. I have also not so- seen the movie. <laughs> oh my gosh, are you kidding? I, I just like, you know the ending. So I, I just never felt the need to see it, I guess. I don't know. Y- you know the whole story. Yeah. The yeah. boat won't sink. The boat sunk. Yep. <laughs> I usually, I have the same uh, with, with like natural disaster movies. Like I've never seen Twister. Oh, like, okay, it's a movie about a tornado. Yeah, like, we live through them. You know, yeah, every year we yeah. have some around here. Yeah, I just I don't know. <laughs> I just don't have the feel the need to watch those movies for some reason. So <laughs> if I know, you know, in the Titanic, you know, like you know the story, like yes, I don't know. And there was really no love story. So I mean, it's about the boat that won't sink and the boat sunk. It's <laughs> the end. Yes. Well, the couple that did go down with the ship, they just kind of laid in bed and held each other. They That was a real couple, and they had owned, oh, damn it, like Macy's or something? Oh. All right. See, that that's sort of thing is interesting to me. Like, the history behind it is cool, and the story's yes. behind it, but, like, the actual movie, just, Well, <laughs> and I have only seen it because I watched it on a, like, a girls' night where we were just drinking and, Oh, well, yeah. Know, would, it, yeah. Watched okay. a movie with tissues. Because it was my friend's favorite movie. And I, I didn't see it probably, it was probably like 2007-ish. Oh, so when it was. I you waited it. a little while. Yeah, so I, I held out a long time. I'm still holding out. Me too. <laughs> Do Me it. too. Because <laughs> for, you know, like a four-hour movie, I mean. First off, I'm not going to sit for four hours. Yeah. You know, if pirates attack the ship. and no, that you would know, be that'd cool. be cool. Well, and then. That. I don't like Leonardo DiCaprio. No, like, me neither. He's I not I think he really. looks weaselly and... Yeah, and um, I bet he smells funny. He does because he's uh, one of those water conservationists. So he like bathes like once a week for like, oh. you know, 35 seconds Ooh. of water use. Yeah. Quick in, quick out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm gross. sure then he smells funny. Yeah. Now, I have seen some good movies of his, but I feel the same way about Tom Cruise. Like, he's not my favorite by any means, Mm-mm. but he's in some really good movies. But the thing about Tom Cruise is that he plays the same guy basically in every, every movie. Pretty much, yeah. Also, 
uh, we had talked about this after we had come out of um, Black Phone. <laughs> Tom Cruise has that old man chest now. Right. Oh, right. no. Yeah. Well, he is about 85, he's isn't like he? He's like 60, yeah. Yeah, he's 58, he's, I think. He's, he's old. Something like that. I don't know. We have to look at how old Tom Cruise really is. But the only reason I had even thought about that was because there's a, sp- a scene in that movie where Ethan Hawke is sitting in a chair with his shirt open, and he does not, I mean, he does appear to be a bit soft. A little bit. But not, I mean, I wouldn't have even called him pudgy. He just looked a bit soft, but he didn't have that wrinkly old man chest, and, you know, he's an older man, too. He must have been doing some push-ups. I don't know, maybe. Tom Cruise is only 60. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, I thought so. But yeah, I, again, so like Tom Cruise, not my favorite actor by any means, uh, I'm I'm not even that fond of him at all, but, like, The Last Samurai is one of my favorite movies. Okay. Great well, movie. The Last Samurai, played by a white guy. Did you ever see the movie? No, I don't care. Okay. Right. They, you, know, you just can't put a white guy on the face of a movie that says The Last Samurai. He he is not The Last Samurai in the movie. It's, I, don't, I don't care. It's a great, it's a, it's a great movie. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, same thing with, with uh, Leonardo DiCaprio, like, like, What's Eating Gilbert Grape. Great movie. Oh, yeah. The Revenant. Some people find that movie boring. I loved it. He's... Got mauled by a bear. Oh, lived. yeah. So it's about a lot of people do frontiersman Ooh. in you know the 1700s or something. Whatever it was. I don't know what year it was. Great movie. <laughs> but it stars Leonardo DiCaprio, and I'm just like, nah. But I really like that movie. Yeah. Not a fan of his, but he is in some good movies. I will okay. say that um, on the Tom Cruise line. Again, I'm not a huge Tom Cruise fan, but I did an uh, interview with the vampire. He did a great job. I for, man, I forgot about that movie. And I right. I know that Anne Rice had put up a fight when they were going to cast him because she had wrote the screenplay and everything. And she's just like, I don't, I didn't write this movie with him in mind. I don't want him. He's not who I see in my head when I see that character. And he ended up doing a really good job. And she did come out and say that did a good job when she wrote the character of lestat she was thinking about rutger howard oh boy oh <laughs> vastly different actors wow yeah wow that's a movie i'd have to watch again it's been a long time it's a you know it's a good movie for what it is it's a great movie actually it's funny i was actually driving up to detroit one day and i passed her tour bus and rice oh yeah. what yeah that's kind of cool. awesome. That was a very random weird weird thing to see yes well, living where we do, we see a lot of stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she just passed recently. Yes. Last year or so. But yeah, Rutger Hauer. Yeah, that's... Wow. <laughs> that would have been a very different movie. Well, especially since in the books, Lestat is just... They call him the Brat Prince because he's a teenage boy, essentially. Yeah, that's not Rutger Hauer. Yeah, you know, at that time, Rutger Hauer was in his, like, 40s. In the early 90s? 90s, yeah. 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 I read the book. I didn't see the movie. <laughs> the movie is pretty good, mostly because she had her hands all over it. The sequel sucked balls. It was awful. I, I didn't know there was a sequel. A Queen of the Damned? I What? Yeah, that's... Wow. That's okay. actually the third book in the series. Okay, I, I haven't read any of the books, so I didn't, I didn't know that. Yeah, in the book, Lestat takes up a violin, and he's he becomes a rock and roll singer with his violin. And he's got these weirdo little songs, and I guess his vampire charm, like, like the audience just swoons over him. <laughs> Very And in the movie, the soundtrack was done by, like, Korn and Linkin Park and new metal bands of the era. Also, Stuart Townsend was Lestat, and he, he was not right for the role. He had that beautiful boyish face, but the rest of him was wrong. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't see that either. Yeah. And he had dark hair. Some more movies I have to go back and watch. I, yeah. Just, uh, and Aaliyah was in it. Gorgeous. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, was, it was a good movie. As a, an Egyptian queen. Just, I guess I didn't realize that it was a sequel. Yeah. It kind of, it's supposed to kind of mix the, the vampire Lestat, Queen of the Damned stories together to kind of go into it. But Anne Rice was like, hey, I'll do this for free. Like, just let me write the screenplay. And they're like, no. So that's why it was terrible, because she didn't have anything to do with it. Why would they not let her do it? I don't know. Interesting. Yeah. Hollywood, man. Yep, that's yeah. it. In a League Holly of weird. Extraordinary Gentlemen, Stuart Townsend plays Dorian Gray. Yes. Which is a little more oh, suitable yes. mm-hmm. for a 
face like his. I yep. could see it. Yeah. Did you see that movie? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, Alan Moore. Yes. Yes. And rumor has it they're making a TV show. Really? Yeah. That'd be cool. Also, the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen apparently was so arduous to make that Sean Connery quit acting. Well, was that was was that his last movie? Yeah. He should have. He he being you know three thousand years old. But he was good. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I guess he also turned down the Christopher Lee role in Lord of the Rings because he just didn't understand it. He's like, I don't know what oh, little people running around the woods. I don't get this. <laughs> that's no. that's terrible. <laughs> all right, Christopher Lee did good though. So oh, it's Christopher all right. Lee, that's great. Hammer's Dracula. Oh yeah. Woo. Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever listened to one of his uh, like metal albums? Oh my God, they're so great. Ninety-five-year-old <laughs> <laughs> uh, Christopher Lee put out like a heavy metal record. Oh my God, it was great. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And he did. A, I went and saw a concert for a band called Rhapsody, and he did the, like a narration on their album. It's like a, it's almost like a story album, and he does a narration throughout the album. It was great. We Justin and I used to work with this guy who had a big old Rhapsody tattoo. This guy had weird tattoos all over him, but one of them was a Rhapsody. Oh, that's cool. On his arm, but he's just like, yeah, it was really cool. You know, it's a band and they're cool, but you know, then there was like some music company that came out called Rhapsody, and he's just like, yeah, oh, it right. sucks. Yeah. I really like this company. <laughs> I had another I have another little tidbit. Oh, Imagine okay. Entertainment produced quite a few movies that I recognize. Okay. Um Friday Night Lights, that's a football movie. I recognize yes. that. Okay. Inside Deep Throat, I, I know about that. And then Eight Mile, that's one of my favorite movies. <laughs> uh, I think George Lucas wrote that too. I'm kidding. <laughs> Interesting, but yeah. not very interesting. <laughs> this is, I, t- I had to tell you, I saw a movie. I yeah. saw a movie. Yeah. A couple. <laughs> yeah, mine likes the Eminem. <laughs> it, it looks like a your genre of music. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is he saying something about my age? No. <laughs> yes. Does he know I'm 31? I knew no. that, yes. <laughs> I know. I could be Eminem's grandma. No. Maybe great grandma. He's well, not very he's old. He's pretty old. I, he's in his 50s now. What? His, his daughter just graduated high school like, a couple no, years ago. She just graduated college. Oh, college? Yeah. Oh, Holy never cow. mind that. Yeah, she's like 24, 25. Yeah, okay. Oh yeah. I thought maybe I'm just remembering her graduating high school, but it's been a few years. Yeah, she's real thin. They keep showing pictures. They're like, oh my God, Eminem's daughter grew up. She's so hot. Like, she's real <laughs> She's got big breasts, but the, the little tiny body, and it's just like, it looks weird. Boobs on a stick? Yeah. <laughs> and her head looks big compared to her body, because her body is just, it's like those old cartoons about Frank Sinatra where his body hides behind the microphone stand. Right. He's got that giant head. <laughs> you don't remember yes. that from cartoons? Yes, you are correct. You are correct. <laughs> and it wasn't Frank Sinatra, it was... Frank Sinatra in quotations. Quote, unquote. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Um, where? Right there. You can, you can click on him and it'll take you to her. Yeah, it'll tell you how old he is, at least. Oh, 49. You were right. We're in St. Joseph, Missouri. Yeah. Okay. You didn't know that? No. His, the, the daughter is the Hallie, right? Haley Jade. Haley Jade. See what? Oh, she is very thin. Yeah. Very, very thin. And doesn't, like, her boobs and her head look out of proportion to her body? Yeah. Because she's so thin? Yeah. I don't understand why people want to look like that. Oh, she's 26. Wow. Yeah. Yep, age 26. Huh. She graduated from Michigan State University. Okay. That's um. That's that's in the middle of the state. Love the Spartans. You just love whoever's playing whoever. Yes. <laughs> to be antagonistic. Correct. Yeah, whoever's go- voting for, you know, or rooting for one team, I go for the other. Exactly. Yeah. That's who I wo- vote for. If you say go blue, I say go bucks. If you say go bucks, I say go blue. Yeah, in general, I just couldn't care less about college Exactly. Sports, 
everybody, everybody always, you know, we live here on the border, basically. So everybody's like, well, who do you like, Michigan or Ohio? I'm like, either. <laughs> like, what do you like? Okay, I like the other. Yep, that's exactly what I say. Well, you live in Ohio. Why are you wearing a Michigan shirt? Because I look better in blue. Because who cares? Than I do in red. Exactly. Oh, well, except I can pull both off because I am alabaster. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Invisible skin. But still, that's, you know, people say, I look better in red. Okay, okay. I don't care. Congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> I look better in my pajamas in my bed. Yeah. Sleeping. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> That's what I like. Yeah. Just sleeping. But, you know, movies are fun. Yeah. And I would recommend this movie. It's a cute I movie. I totally recommend this There's movie. There's a yes. bit of a love story. There's some action. Yes. There's Willow has to Willow has to buck up and yeah. become courageous and that's something he had always been lacking. Yeah, he didn't have self confidence. Yeah. Yes. So he had that to come was, into himself. That was his secret to becoming a, a wizard. Yeah. Or a sorceress. Mm-hmm. Or whatever. A sorceress? Sorcerer. S- <laughs> he's a he's a dude, apparently. <laughs> sorcerer. Wizard. Yes. Yeah. Well, they said sorcerer, magician. Right, yeah. But that little that disappearing uh pig trick that paid off for him. I just love that the little pig disappeared and then like came running out from under the thing. Those are the magic tricks I like. Yes. And in the immortal words of Joe Bluth, it's an illusion. Tricks are what whores do for money. (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of Ron Howard, Ron Howard narrates that show. Taking it right back in. It all comes full circle. Yes, it does. Henry Winkler is the family's lawyer. Okay. The Fonz. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> it all comes back to happy days. Hollywood Everything is, comes Hollywood back to happy days. Hollywood is smaller than we thought. Yes. That's yeah. <laughs> craziness. <laughs> but, I mean, from there, I don't really have a whole lot. And I'm sure that this uh, show will be, I mean, you know, I'm top exci- tier I'm production level. I'm excited for it. Because, you know, with Ron Howard's name attached to it, um, is George Lucas's name attached to it? I, that I don't know. I mean, because... Disney owns Star Wars now, so I they, mean, you would maybe think. Well, and it's going to be on Disney Plus, so and I, I, did they buy all of Lucasfilm? Is that what they did? Uh, yeah. Then I would assume that it's, well, I, then I, I don't think that Lucas has anything to do with it anymore. Then. Oh, okay. Like, it'll be wholly Disney, as far as I know. But I think that, you know, just having Disney money behind you will. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It, yeah, it should, uh, but again, and Warwick Davis is still Willow, so that's the important thing. Mm-hmm. And he still does look very much like he did when he was younger. Yeah, yeah. he just looks a bit older. Um, that, that's it, yeah. he. I watched him on a show. He was on the third season of Idiot Abroad, the Ricky Gervais, Stephen oh, right, Merchant right, right. show. Oh. So he would go on the trips. And was he on the trips with Ricky Gervais then, or was Carl Pilkington still involved? I don't remember. That I don't know. But I remember that Warwick Davis, they were like, Climbing steps to like the Great Wall of China or something, and oh, he like was bitching the whole time. But oh, he's got but, little legs. But you know, when his his, his dwarfism is, is is that even what it's called anymore? I, oh God, I think so. I don't know, but whatever he has, it's called SED, and I'm not going to even pretend to right. tell you what that means because it is a long, long, long word, and I will butcher it. But yeah, you know, his joints are not. Right, regular it, and yeah. As they grow older, they they're more inclined to um, arthritis and painful yeah. joint things. Yeah. So and then it was like it, a lot of the bitching was just, "I can do this, I can do this." And they're like, "We can sit down if you need to rest." He's like, "Yeah." Yes, he's carrying on that confidence <laughs> from Willow. Yeah. <laughs> but he's been with his wife for a hundred thousand years. That's that's not something you don't hear very often. No, and. Uh, his wife is the daughter of his business associate, Peter Uh-oh. Burroughs. And she was in this movie. Was she? Yes. I remember seeing that in, let me see if I can. I just kind of took it as that they met because the guy was involved with the movie as well. Peter Burroughs was involved. Oh, maybe that's it. But she was just like 
an extra or something. She was just in it. Okay. Her name's Samantha. Right. I remember that. I don't see anything. Yeah. But, yeah, they've been married for a real long time. I 30, do know, 33 years. Uh, I do know that uh, Warwick Davis' son plays Wicket's son in oh, was it episode 9 of Star Wars there. There's a cameo that shows the, the Ewoks, and there's Wicket there, and he's got his son next to him. That's his real son. Oh. Yeah, he's cute. Looks like his dad when he was little. And both of the kids have the S-E-D like he has. The wife has the, what, the achondroplasia? Achondroplasia, yeah. Yeah, that's her former dwarfism. But they did have two children that died in infancy. So that's terrible. Oh, Oh, golly. Yeah. I didn't read that. I would have been sad. Warwick Davis's middle name is Ashley. Oh, interesting. Him and... Uh, his wife have been married since 1991. Wow, that's nice. Yeah, and his daughter is an actress, I read. Annabelle Davis? Yeah. Oh, no picture of her. She's 25. She's on some show called The Dumping Ground. I, there must be just some British Could be. Yeah. show. I've never heard of that yeah. one. Yeah, I've never heard of it either. So they had a picture. She was in that picture with the family. Yeah. Yeah, she's real pretty. She is. The whole family's very pretty. Yeah. Maybe they'll all be in the new Willow show. That'd be great. See, look at how pretty she is. Mom's really pretty, too. Nice. Yeah. And I do like that there were a bunch of people in this movie that were just callbacks to stuff that we've seen before. Tony Cox, that was in part of the, the group that led Willow out of, out of his village. He was in Hebrew Hammer. Mm-hmm. Yes. He's been in a bunch of stuff. I think he was in something else we watched, too, but now it's not even in my brain. Was it in Bad Santa? Yeah. We didn't watch no. Bad Santa. I was trying to think. Have I seen that? No, it's got Billy Bob Thornton in it. Oh, no. <laughs> no, not at all. Another guy that looks like he smells. Yep, pretty sure he does. <laughs> he does, yeah. But, yeah, all in all, I think this was a good movie. I do. I recommend it. Yeah, I do, too. I also. And, you know, watch the show on Disney. I'm sure it'll be top-tier production value. I, I'm assuming so. I hope so. If it's anything like the other content that they've made recently, like Mandalorian and stuff like that, it's going to be awesome. Oh, right, right. Because yeah, Mandalorian was great. They just gave Jon Favreau a license to make money. And he's doing it. Yeah. Who'd have thought the schlubby guy from Swingers that was just kind of a whiny bitch the whole movie would be a mega director? He's great. He's he's doing a great job with the Star Wars franchise. I'm yeah. excited to see what's uh coming next. I can't wait for the next season of Mandalorian. It's going to be good. I didn't finish the last season. Why not? I like to sleep. Oh, well that makes sense. Oh, baby, so cute. Yeah. He is. <laughs> the one that's on yes, her shirt. The one I'm wearing a shirt for right now. He's <laughs> so cute. <laughs> so Craziness. Oh, we didn't talk about the Willow Magazine. Didn't we? Oh, we did, didn't you we? Mentioned we? This, mentioned you mentioned it. We didn't it, talk oh, about okay. it. Oh, okay. Well, we need to take a picture of this and, and put it on our Twitter. And Facebook. Yes. But this is just really a cool magazine. It talks about all uh, all of everybody. Yeah. And you can get a subscription to Fangoria in the back of it. Oh, yeah. That's pretty cool. Great, great magazine. If you're in the foreign country, it's $20.99. But, yeah, this is really cool. So we'll have to take lots of pictures of it and share it. Because I thought this is, that was too cool that he found the CD and the magazine together. Yeah, I was like, that he kept oh, it cool. all these years, and it looks so good. I know that's amazing. Yeah, awesome fun. Yeah, Justin pulls out some some zingers every once in a while. Yep, you can join the Lucasfilm fan club. Yes, you can by paper. Oh my gosh, I wonder if that's still there. I don't know how much is it. Eight dollars. Eight dollars. Ten dollars Canadian. We should look into that. Let's become members. Close a check or money order. Or you can charge your Visa or MasterCard. Yeah. That's so funny. Aurora, Colorado. I wonder if it's still there. We'll have to look up that. Google it. Yeah. <laughs> you, had to, you had to pay to join a fan club? Yeah. Well, they sent you cool stuff, probably. Oh. If it's still around, it's probably more expensive. Oh, wow. Yeah. No, yeah, you have to join fan clubs because now it, people just expect shit. Oh. So you have to, you know, send them like a poster. Oh, I'll just or something. I'll just follow them on my Facebook. Okay. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Modern solution. Now, yeah. since this was kind of a special episode, we did not figure out anything to watch next. Nope. 
I, I was pitching Howard the Duck. <laughs> no. No, it's a hard no to that one. That's um not mom rated. Just for the girl on duck sex it alone. Is very awkward. It's terrifying. Because <laughs> the duck suit is insane. It's an alright movie. I don't know. It it's was a, a terrible kid. movie, but I think that's It was the whole a kid's point. movie, though. It's weird. It's super weird. <laughs> it, it's not mom rated. I'm going with that. Alright, that's fine. Yeah, that's fine. I just. Marty McFly's mom and Howard the and Duck. A, and a duck. Yeah. yeah. No. <laughs> it's a giant, wide-eyed, rubber duck-looking guy with big bird feet. Ow. <laughs> Ow. It's another one of those weird, terrible movies, but still kind of a favorite for me, from my childhood. <laughs> and it does get a nod in the later Marvel movies. It does, um, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, there's something of his in that, like... That, the the like character curio Howard. shop. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. He's. I think he's made cameos in two of them. So oh that's my. pretty cool. Because <laughs> yeah. that that was a Marvel comic book. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Terrible stuff. It's awful. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I guess we'll have to figure out what else is going on and uh, come back with that on yeah. the Facebook page and the Twitter machine. Okay. And we'll thank Kurt for his time, even though I know he enjoyed all of this. Oh yes, absolutely. Except I didn't feed him. I have to feed him now. <laughs> Because he didn't want a snack during the movie. I I just, I was too preoccupied, I forgot. I forgot I was hungry. (laughs) That's wonderful. But it was, I thought it was a great movie. I really enjoyed it. Sorry, I haven't seen this one before. Yeah. The cats both enjoyed it. They were sleeping soundly. Everybody, yes. Cats (laughs) would love to play with those brownies. They absolutely would. I think so. Nice little snack. Yum, yum. (laughs) I don't know, your cats are too well fed. They wouldn't be in fidget. Just want to play with them. They Are wouldn't you kidding want to eat me? them. I'll eat them. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right then. These cats, well fed. Look at them. They're starving to death. I know. Oh, They're boy. so Ladies. hungry. I'm going to have to carry them to their food Aww. bowls and manipulate their little jaws <laughs> so they can masticate their food and Aww. feed each one. Chew the food up in my mouth and spit, spit it, it into, into theirs. theirs. Oh, <laughs> like a baby bird. Mm. <laughs> These poor kitty okay. cats. <laughs> they're uh, I they're to, all very. I well have fed. to go home right now. Yeah, they're no, they're all very well fed. <laughs> I take very good care of them. They're happy babies. They are. <laughs> Don't send the ASPCA after me. <laughs> well, who just knocked on the door? Ah. <laughs> Lay down on the floor. Pretend we're not here. It's really soft. Well, I think this was a good time. I had a good time. I had a blast. And uh, again, I am just honored to be your first guest. Yeah, we had a great time having you here. Except we'll have to figure out the logistics. This this was not thought out. Well, we'll we'll improve our equipment. We made it it work, but. Yeah, it was fine. and, And we do appreciate you coming. Yeah. And choosing a great movie. I appreciate the invite. Yeah. And you're welcome. And next time we have something cool going on, we'll let you know. Awesome. Yep. Yeah, look forward to joining you again sometime. Yeah, definitely. That would be great. Yep. Awesome. All right, kids. This has been Movies with My Mother. And, and Guest Mother. That's me. No. <laughs> <laughs> you you could be the guest father. Oh, okay. That's fine. Mo- movies with Mom and Dad. Mom and Dad. <laughs> I'm going to turn this off before I get grossed out. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye, everybody.